And, okay. And we are back. Three, two, one. No, no, no. no. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. All right, I'm, here I'm we go again. With the commissioner. Yeah. Three, two, one. Uh, we took a pee break, Parker and I, because we're drinking. Anthony's drinking China and not drinking. This guy. Dry yeah, yeah, plenty oh, of beers. Yeah, lottery. Chris, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the beer lottery. And, and Chris's lottery pick is. Whoa, we got Voodoo Ranger. Oh, Voodoo Ranger. Okay, uh, Voodoo Ranger. I like Voodoo very, Ranger. Very solid. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, solid it's choice. Right down the heart of the plate. Oh yeah, you're gonna get hammered. Hope you're not going anywhere soon. Yeah, I can't believe the 60 minute is only six percent. What is the other one, one you're drinking? The two-hearted, yeah, two-hearted ale. What uh, what brewery is that? Uh, Bell's. Bells. Okay. Yeah. So as a fisherman, I like it just because it's got a fish on it. <laughs> what's, the, <laughs> what's, the, what's the ABV? Seven percent. That's pretty oh good. My yeah. Gosh. Um. All right. So we are on to uh, round, round seven. 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 Right? seven. Round seven. Yeah, all right. Seven. So spreadsheet. Here, here we, we go. go. First pick in round seven: Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio movie from Detective Rob. Then John <laughs> with. A line, Malazzo with Puss in Boots. The last one. Malazzo just going right downhill. That's why I'm laughing because I when I moved my spreadsheet over to round seven, the first thing I saw was your comment on (laughs) Puss in Boots. Go ahead, read it. Parker's comment on Puss in Boots is just moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Malazzo was just done with the draft at this point. (laughs) Uh, Untitled mystery by Tom George or. The title, working title is See How They Run by Andrea. Tucker with Wendell and Wild. Done, 3,000 Years of Longing. Rob K. Shriver, I guess. Yeah, uh, Parker Shriver. with the Janes. Anthony, The Flash. Magnifico, Crimes of the Future. Phil Luck. And then Caroline, Desert Warrior. Okay. Do we have any call-outs? Anthony, it's been a while since you let us off. Why don't you go ahead? All right. So uh, the one that I'm going to pick is uh, Crimes of the Future. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a big David Cronenberg fan. Um, I, sure. I I love his movies. I think that uh, the concept for this movie, um, it, it could really hit people um, because it is a, a futuristic movie. Uh, we're getting a beer draft pick. Oh, my favorite highlight. I love highlight. Damn it! I love highlight. How you pronounce that? Yeah, it's a sport. So, um, so crimes of the future. It's a deep dive into the not so distant future in which humankind is learning to adapt to its synthetic surroundings. So it sounds a very metaverse movie. Cronenberg with an awesome cast, (laughs) by the way. Vigo and Kristen Stewart, who, by the way, Kristen Stewart. I, is I think on fire right now. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's got a good cast. I think that it's got the the hot chick from No Time to Die. But will it be? Mm. Will it be too Cronenberg? Like, will it be too? I don't over believe the top? that's. I don't believe there's will such it a thing. Too, yeah, is there will such it, a thing? Will yeah, it be like... too body horror? Nope. Will it be too like? 
It's going to be awesome. I, I, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it does. I think it's it's that's the 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 notable one for me. I think that's yeah, a solid standout. I have this crimes of the future. Yeah, magnificent. Me I gave you an yeah. A. Well, so at this point, at this point in the draft, after my third bourbon, I I finally sparked my first joint to try to even myself out a little oh, bit. And like, is that how science came, works? Yeah, it came into a Fuck little you bit. Of, science. Wait, let bit, me wait, real, real quick because I'm looking at IMDb right now for mm-hmm. crimes of the future. It says that the movie is an hour and five minutes. That can't be right. That can't be right, no. right? But no. as long as it's they declare two hours and five minutes, probably as long as they declare a, a feature, yeah. I think actually it's like an hour and forty minutes is the the hour thirty. I think is the yeah, whatever ninety hour. minutes. Yeah, yeah you gotta have a ninety minute. Yeah, but regardless, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it definitely. I mean, that that's interesting. But yeah. Uh, so here's here's honestly what I this was when I knew. That my draft had gone completely off the rails was that when you said this out loud, yeah, and I went, "That's already been drafted," and people go, "No, it hasn't," and I went, "What the fuck?" I had it checked <laughs> off on my draft board as though it was already drafted. I had this as a fifth round pick, fifth round. Yeah, I just yeah. missed it. Yeah, <laughs> I just completely fucking missed it. Cronenberg is somebody who I think makes gold. One hundred percent agreed. And then with this cast, honestly. How the fuck did it fall to the seventh round? Dude, fucking I, done. Done. Done fucked everything up because I specifically remember thinking to myself also when I saw this movie, I was like, because I had the same thought. I was like, wait a minute. Is this actually still available? I had to look like four different times before I actually made the call. And then I freaked out when you said no. And thankfully, everybody else backed me up that hadn't been picked yet. Right. Because <laughs> I it, was like, how could it? it it's Cronenberg. It, like, it was such a golden pick. Um, yeah. However, not the best pick of the round. No. no. Uh, for the first time, I'm actually going to take the time to dive into a Mike Dunn pick here. We've talked about him in every single round as fucking everybody over because we're showing what's notable around what he's doing. I like that him picking well fucks everyone else it over. It really, really did. <laughs> it really did. So this is where... It's fucking infuriating. Seventh round, 3,000 years of longing. All right? Yeah. My notes. Another incredible pick in the seventh round. George Miller... Directing Idris Alba and Tilda Swinton yeah. in the lead roles, and yeah. it's in the seventh fucking round. Yeah. Think about the movies that came before this. Cocaine Bear was selected before <laughs> Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> fucking Black Adam, The Flash. Yeah. All of these things were picked before a Miller film with Idris Alba and Tilda Swinton in the two lead roles. This is absolutely absurd and fucking done. All right? Yeah. This is going to drive me up a wall because now, <laughs> again, it's an A-plus pick in the seventh round. Nobody can refute that. No Even way. if the movie ends up yeah. sucking, you this would if you would pick this in the second round, nobody would be like, that's a fucked up pick. Yeah. yeah. This is such a golden lock for him in the seventh round. And this is when, like, really, when you want to talk about me hitting a panic button, I couldn't believe what had happened in this round. Because with Magnifico taking one movie that, like, I thought was off the board, and then Dunn taking a movie that I didn't even know existed, <laughs> that has, like, literally every A-plus name involved with it, made me want to vomit. This was an unbelievable pick, and I hate to give Dunn credit because you know that I love making fun of that guy more than pretty much anything on Earth. Unbelievable pick. Unbelievable movie. I'm really, really excited to see this one. I think it's going to be amazing. And it's just really fucking unfortunate that it wound up on Dunn's roster. Yeah. 
You want to go? I already or, did. Oh, you already did. Oh, so it's me. Okay. Yep. yep. So the uh, the one that I want to address. Well, I have two. So very quickly, I just the Flash. Come on. <laughs> I, I I think I think picking the Flash right here at this in this round, I think it's going to do very well. I think I think the audience score for the Flash is going to be very low, and I think that the critic score for the Flash is going to be very high. I think Define it's going to be. I think, I, I, I think it's going to be the exact opposite. I think the audience score is going because Michael no Keaton is in the movie as Batman. The audience is going to jizz all over this. I think yeah, critics. And so will, is Ben Affleck. I think critics will semi jizz on it. Although I think of, Ben Affleck is playing Thomas Wayne. Bro, listen. All I'm going to say is this. Now that I mean, at the time, your glasses are sliding down your nose. Anthony. You might want to push it up with your yeah. finger. At the at the time of the draft, I I I make fun of this pick a little bit less. But what we now know with Spider Man No Way Home and how to do a multiverse movie with previous properties properly, previous properties properly. Boom. Yeah. There you go. There's no way the Flash. He had to with stop Andy and hype himself. Fucking. <laughs> Yeah. There's no way Andy Muschietti does this anywhere near as good. But the pick I actually want to talk about is oh, shit. I just had it in my oh, where to go. Oh, Aileen. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I and it's like I if generally speaking, if there is a musician biopic on right. the on the on, on the draft board still this late, I I don't I don't pick these movies high because they're always very hit or miss you know just no matter who no matter who it's about you know whether it's Bohemian Rhapsody or like whatever it is like Rocket Man exactly they're they're right. always very hit or miss because there's lots of emotions that go into the reviewing of those movies whether critics want to admit it or not a lot of their personal biases uh to the music itself Comes into these movies. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you're making a biopic about somebody like, you know, Queen and Freddie Mercury or Elton John or like legendary musicians. Yes. It's it's easy to at least be like, you know, what are we in the seventh round, eighth round? Okay. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm solid, you know, 70s in this one. Who the fuck is Aileen? Like, I just. <laughs> it's, it's the Celine Dion movie, right? No. Isn't that who it's about? Is it? I thought it's about Celine Dion. Is it not? It's in. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I. Hold on. Let's Google. Well, maybe, maybe I misread the description. I I read it as it's very unlike you to know half about something and jump to an immediate Aline violent is, conclusion to it. Is a French Canadian <laughs> drama film directed by Valerie okay. Lesmesier. No, right. Okay, okay, you're right. So to be fair, about Celine Dion. Yeah. Now Celine Dion does have something compelling, and I forget what it was, but I, was it her husband died or something? Yeah, she had and her husband yeah. started dating her when she was like 16 or something. Something like yeah, he was like 40. Yeah, <laughs> hold on, we need. Because you know what, though? Honestly, like, just as we're sitting here and we're talking, we're going, um, Celine Dion was a child who was essentially groomed by a dude who was a producer. So it was, uh, I believe it was Mutt Lang, I think, actually, or if I remember that correctly. So I totally misread the description. Somebody needs to make a movie about this, because then if we could watch the movie... I totally. Then we all know what we're talking about. Oh my I, gosh! I totally. <laughs> it I, probably would be a good movie too. Yeah. <laughs> I totally Sounds misread compelling. the descriptor on this movie. He goes, "Who the fuck is Aileen?" <laughs> no, seriously, because it said in the description that I read said inspired by Celine oh. Dion. So I took, I read that as it's a, not Celine Dion exactly, but inspired by her story, which to me is like 
a bunch of bullshit. Like, just yeah. make a movie about Celine Dion. But So that, that one's on me. It's actually a movie. It's actually a biopic about Celine Dion. That being said, still want to talk about it because Celine Dion sucks. I'm sorry. Wow. What the fuck does this say? Wow. Hollywood marriage is 10 years in real world. So in this case, Celine Dion and her late husband, Renee Angelil, were married for 220 years. Okay. <laughs> they were married for 22 years. Oh, he actually died in 2016. Yeah, and I think there's like actually something about this. Why did I think that she was involved with Mutt Lang? I think that when she, I, I think when her husband died, she gave like a Vegas performance that night or something. I forget. We're, we're going to have to watch this movie. Look, uh, as far as a draft <laughs> pick is concerned, okay? And that's honestly. A sol- yeah, it's a solid pick. Uh, so here's what I put it's Oh, Shania a- Twain. Mutt Lang was married to Shania Twain. I was. Oh, uh, they're basically the same. Yeah, basically <laughs> the same person. It uh, it's been a long time since a walk to remember, or excuse me, a walk to remember, walk the line. <laughs> yeah. Made music biopics viable again, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first one that started drawing Academy Awards. Yeah. Then critics didn't even like Bohemian Rhapsody, despite the fact that it won a Best Actor nod. Yeah. And it was a good movie. And it was nominated for Best Picture. It was okay. Yeah. It was a good movie. Okay. It was. It was a good movie. I yeah. liked it. Rocket Man took a unique kind of psychedelic approach to it, which I, I think a lot of people liked. Yep. Yeah. I like. I enjoyed I, Rocket Man. I did not. I, I thought it was okay, but it, it was just okay. But the straightforward biopic. All right. On Celine Dion. Are you not even going to mention The Dirt? The Dirt is one of the, I think it's one of the best musical biopics like but, ever created. See, but see, here's, here's the difference, though. Here's what, here's what you need to make a music, in my opinion, to make a music biopic good, both for critics and fans. You need a truly compelling real-life basis of the story. So The Dirt is good yeah. because The Dirt can go one of two ways. It can go, you know, it's, The Dirt is Molly Crew for those who don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, right? no I'm yeah, familiar. Yeah. It, can go, it can go super, super dark with Nikki Sixx's, frankly, the whole band's addictions. Right, or it can which go, it did. Or it can go comical because they're a bunch of fucking clowns. Because they're Which, Crew. which it, it also right, did. And it did both, right? Yeah. You know, so, so, so you think about, like, you know, Again, just using the most recent ones, Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's like, not the most recent. You're overlooking last year's music biopic. What was last year's? Uh, Aretha Franklin, compelling story in a movie called Respect with an Academy Award winning actress in the lead role. Yeah. But what was so compelling about that story, though? Uh, it's Aretha Franklin yeah. who had a ton of adversity within her own family, mm-hmm. within her career. Within her record label, there was a lot of shit that they could have written about. But you know what? At the end of the day, when it comes to music biopics, it is all about the the audience's connection to that person. Yeah. Right. And the reason that Motley Crue works out is because anybody who's a fan of Motley Crue, which is a lot of people from, you know, 80s yeah, oh yeah. hair metal yeah. stage, uh, you knew the band. Yeah. And you knew Tommy Lee in particular if you were a '90s kid, yeah, because he was the guy that every t- teenage boy sweat over because he because like, he honked the horn he, with his penis. Exactly, <laughs> he was stuffing <laughs> Pamela Anderson. So it's like with that in mind, we all probably one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in any adult porno. Uh, you, adult, you were gonna say porno? Movie. Movie. I, I, I yeah. was gonna uh-huh. say adult adult video. <laughs> see, but even see, but even with see, even with the Aretha Franklin story, like compelling as it may be, yeah, I think the the reason why a movie like that kind of falls flat, you know, more or less. I, and to be fair, I didn't see it yet, but I know it. I didn't, saw it. I know it didn't get a huge sixty you know, percent. Exactly. Yeah. The the reason why a, why a movie like that falls a little bit flat is that because in 
releasing that movie in 2021, it's hard for, I think, the general population to relate to those struggles. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Think about what I was trying. This is what I was trying to get at is that Motley Crue, everybody knew Motley Crue. Everybody knew the behind the scenes stuff. Right. Elton John, everybody knows the shit show that was Elton John in his early years. Everybody knew the shit show that happened between Freddie Mercury and his own band Yeah, in Queen. Now, the movie didn't cover that, and that's why a lot of people were disappointed in that movie. But everybody knew the the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know what? With Aretha Franklin, I think a lot of people wanted that story to be nothing but positive. And I think a lot of people saw her as a very positive figure in our American culture. A lot of people looked up to her. A lot of people really listened to her music when they're feeling down because it makes you feel happy. Yep. So seeing a story about somebody that is supposed to make you feel happy, make you feel sad, and make you feel angry and frustrated, people don't like that. Right. Celine Dion is a Vegas act at this point, right? Yeah. If that. She is the the, my heart will go on woman, Mm -hmm. right? Like- You've got a woman who is known for her vocal range, who is known as a performer, who is known as making you happy. I don't really give a shit about whatever adversity they're planning on covering in this movie. I gave it a D minus as draft yeah, pick. Well, I, I, speci- I specifically remember, like back in the day before before streaming was, you know, and before like the internet like really like, really took hold. I watched a lot of VH1 because at that yeah, time M- MTV had already lived its life as a yeah. music channel, yeah, and for it was starting brief, to become yeah. you know real world right. and road and for, rules and and for a brief period from like let's call it 2001 to maybe 2008 VH1 was like the music channel. They made really good music documentary things. And oh I yeah, oh yeah, remember, yeah. yeah. VH1 yeah. behind the music, yeah. behind was, the music awesome. was amazing. Yeah. And I specifically remember watching one. It wasn't a behind the music, but it was a similar documentary about um it was it was about divas is what it was called. And so it focused on people like Aretha Franklin, right. Celine Dion, you know, like at the time Shania Twain was, was, was a whole thing, right? And they specifically called out the I, fact You just named the three women that you said yeah, at earlier, the start like, of this, yeah. yeah. Shania Twain's a diva. Go, go she's back a country and read it. singer, but yeah. she's a diva. Go back and read it. Like, listen. But they specifically called out the fact that a lot of people in those circles felt that Celine Dion was kind of a twat. Like, <laughs> like Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> you know what? She was a real bitch when her husband died. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because she was groomed from the age of 16 Again. by yeah. a, 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 an old producer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she got kind of stilted by that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? I'm Wash, telling you, watch it. Watch washed it. away her young virginity to an elderly man. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> uh, so we have to call out the, the grades real quick going down the leaderboard. Yeah. So first pick was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I gave that an A. By the way, we learned that that's claymation. So that's Guillermo del Toro telling the story of Pinocchio and it's claymation. I love that. It's going to be yeah, fucking gonna great. Be, yeah, it's going to be Aline awesome. is a D-. Puss in Boots was an F. Come on, Malazzo. Uh, See How They Run was a B-plus from Andrea. Tucker, Wendell, and Wild, I gave it a C. He's picked this thing again. This is just, this is smug Tucker. That's what it is. He's being a smug ass because he says, I drafted it last year and it's going to be great. (laughs) And he did the same thing when Next Goal wins, and he he cannot admit that he was wrong. There's somebody at this table who's kind of like that, but I forget who that is. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea who you're talking about. 3,000 Years of Longing was done. That's an A-plus. Shriver is an A. The Janes is a B plus. That's my pick. Which, by the way, did I pick one for this round? Yes. What did I pick? I don't remember. But you did. You did. Shit. Yeah. 
Ugh. I should have picked the Janes because so this is my my left hook to Andrea who picked Call Jane. <laughs> so Call Jane is the theatrical uh, telling of the Janes, and I picked the documentary that's coming out at Sundance. I think I have a better chance of outscoring it, and mine's a seventh round pick, and I think hers is a second or a third. Uh, so the Janes, I gave myself a B plus. The Flash a D plus. Crimes of the Future A. Luck F. Yeah, why did I give Phil an F on this one? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's an animated film with Whoopi Goldberg and uh, uh, what's her face? Already from lost Casino. me. Already yeah. lost me. Uh, Sharon Stone. Oh, and Sharon Stone. Yeah. And then uh, Desert Warrior from Caroline. I gave that a B plus. Yep. All right, let's move on to the exciting round eight. Wait, just real quick. Yeah. VH1 Divas 1998. Tell Celine, me Shania Twain. Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, Gloria Estefan, Aretha Franklin, and Shania fucking Twain. Shut yeah. up. Move on. Move on to round eight, please. Yeah. I feel like a woman. Yeah, yeah. that's Shania Twain. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. You know what I just realized? Dude, in 1998, Shania Twain just got me said, going on the boy parts. Without like, anybody uh-huh. talking over me, I just said, I feel like a woman. You could clip that out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and just play that throughout the podcast. Parker, just keep going. I feel like a woman. All right. Uh, let's move on to round eight. All right, round eight. First pick, Caroline with Jurassic World Dominion. This was a Parker pick. I had it as my ninth round. Really pissed that she grabbed in the eighth. Whatever. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, then Phil with On a Wing and a Prayer, then Magnifico, How Do You Live, Anthony, What About Love, Parker with Spellbound, Rob K with Super Mario, Dunn with White Noise, <laughs> Tucker with Easter Sunday, Andrea with The Wonder, Malazzo with Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, Green Lantern. <laughs> Green Lantern Corps. Is that even going to come out? Is that John gonna... with Gold. And then Detective Rob with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So can we? I teased this out earlier yeah. on in the show. Can we? Can we just all instead of individually picking? Can we all yeah. just all collectively shit on Greenland? Yes. yes. Like, I, I, is it even going to come out this? Ladies year? and gentlemen, no, the first ever no. F minus yeah. to be awarded to a movie. Definitely not. There is no way in hell that this comes out this year. This is worse than Anthony drafting Black Adam three years ago. Yeah, I was going to say. This is worse than Caroline drafting Cyborg. Remember that? Yeah, Caroline took Cyborg because she was like, she saw it on the draft board. And that was like when, like, so good. When when Warner Brothers was having like a very open argument with whoever the actor was that played Cyborg. And he says, I'm never going to play this role ever again. Caroline's like, Sign me up for Cyborg. Sign me up. Dude. Green Lantern Corps <laughs> selected in the eighth round of the yeah. year 2022. No. Kevin Malazzo, congratulations. <laughs> Never On making out. the worst only, pick in the history of the league. Not only is it not going to come out, it wouldn't be good even if it did. Who the fuck would be in it? Dude. Who would be in it? They well, would for, just cast like really like John Stewart from The Daily Show. Dude, yeah. Was who would be John Stewart? Yeah, That's what they maybe, would do. There's literally nobody in it right now. The the only the the writing credits on IMDb for this movie right now are the creators of the comic books. Gil fucking Kane and Bill Finger are listed as Wait, I don't writers. know those guys as the writers of Green Lantern. Who's the one I'm thinking of? Who's the most famous Green Lantern guy? Jeff Johns. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. So he's also listed as a writer. But Bill Finger, Bill Finger has only been known in the last five years as the co-creator of Batman with Bob Kane. Yeah. Like, nobody knew who Bill Finger was five years ago. Yeah. I don't know who Bill Finger is. Yeah. Yeah, Gil, no. These are comic book writers. These are not people that are writing. These are the, a movie, there is, yeah, no. Did Malazzo draft a comic comic book 
did he draft it's, a comic it's an book? actual comic it's book like it's not just, a movie the imdb page is blank there's yeah. a they, there's an art department person created luke uh credited luca nemolato the concept artist a special effects guy and that's it there's five people credited for this fucking there's movie just right no now. way there's no way and Malazzo taking this like i i understand so the dude had covid i get it okay is there is that, a, is that fire a fire alarm? alarm? Do we need to evacuate? I hope not. I'm going to go check around the, the thing. <laughs> All right, we'll take a little pause. That would be hilarious. No, keep on going. No, Chris will let us know. Keep on going. <laughs> we're, we're recording. Yeah. That's fine. The show must go on. Just Chris comes up to the mic and goes, uh, guys, real quick interruption. Yeah. Yeah. The building is on fire. You are on fire right <laughs> now. Either there that is or no they're exit. trying to tell us to get out of here. No, it's only 8.30. 8.30? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I New Jersey have lockdown? Yeah. Well, I don't know. How, I didn't know when we Bell do, Labs We closed. do have... I have no idea. It might have been some type of... We do have dinner reservations at 9.15. Yeah, we do. What, are you guys going out without me? Is that what's happening? You can come <laughs> if you want. Yeah, Fucking no, no. No. <laughs> I sponsored this week's <laughs> podcast. That, that is true. We forgot to mention that. This episode of Ready, Set, Review is sponsored, sponsored. by Henry Parker Smith. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I pay for friendships. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already were, you are in a fraternity, so that goes right, without exactly. saying. Once the fraternity's <laughs> over, how do I continue to pay for yeah. friendships? Yeah. We were in a fraternity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so listen, I was Green too. Lantern Corps obviously is the the laughing stock. So it is the worst pick in the history of the league. Yeah, uh, there have been picks that have been ha- that that are worst picks in the sense that you are overvaluing a movie. This is one where you just straight up said, I know I'm taking a zero on this one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, just, just I know he had COVID. Mark an F on there and let me get out of here. Yeah, like. <laughs> All right. So another one to call out here. So we already kind of briefly talked about. Yeah, uh, we don't have to call out the ones here because they're not like well, Oh, no, 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 no. There are good ones. Super Mario is worth talking about. Yes. No, it's not. For sure. No, yes, it is. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is worth talking about. I mean, the Guardians and of the, Gal- the Wonder. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is just like, I. It's going to be great. I think it's going to be so yes. stupid and so hilarious. And I'm honestly not sure if it comes out this year. Yeah. But if it does, it's, no, it does. You think it does? It does? Okay. Oh, absolutely. He just said he had a it's, quote on it two days ago. It's going to be fucking hilarious in terms of how critics receive it. I have no idea, but yeah, I'm going knows? to love it. And it, you know what? For an eighth round pick. Who cares? <laughs> so my call out is going to be the wonder, and that's Andrea's pick. Uh, I gave it an A plus. I said it was her strongest pick of the entire draft. Florence Pugh with a director, uh, Sebastian Lilo. I think that's how you pronounce it, Lilio. Uh, you lost me at Florence Pugh. Uh, so yeah, he has made nothing but ninety percent movies throughout his entire career as a director. To get this in the eighth round, this is a. High floor, high ceiling. Yeah. I would say that this minimally finishes up in the 80s. Yeah. I think yeah. it's got an easy shot at the 90s. It's a slam dunk This pick. is pure Andrew. This wasn't yeah, even this on my was, draft board. This was really. a huge, yeah. huge grab for her in the eighth round. Nice nice pick. Uh, and then, Anthony, is there anything you wanted to call out? No, not really. I mean, the Super Trooper, oh, I guess it's called Easter or something like that. Easter it, Sunday. Easter yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Um, I think that could be potentially funny. But, it, it, I mean, if you look at the their, their track record for movies that they've done recently, not exactly <laughs> critically acclaimed. I took a dump on Tucker with this yeah, one. And I, but I don't think it's going to be that I'm good. also moving on to round nine already. Malazzo's pick. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's move to round nine. <laughs> All right. Well, wait, hold on. For, for just to really quick finish up with Tucker's when you were talking about with Easter Sunday, I just want to call it. This is like 
another piece of evidence that just says that Dunn's draft strategy fucked with Tucker. 100%. You want to tell me that Tucker's going to pick a Team Lizard film? No. At any point? There's Never. no way. Never. No way. And so Tucker's off his game. I gave him a D minus. Let's get the grades real quick. Jurassic World Dominion, C minus. On a wing and a prayer, a D. How do you live? An A. What about love? D plus. Uh, spellbound, C minus. Yeah, it go, uh, on second look, uh, I don't think "What About Love" is going to be Sharon Stone and yeah. Andy Garcia. And Andy Garcia, I don't think playing it's divorced be. married couples. Yeah, okay. Uh, spellbound probably was won't be good. C minus. Uh, Super Mario, I gave it a C minus. White Noise, A was for done. Uh, Easter Sunday, D minus. The Wonder, A plus. Green Lantern Core was an F minus. Gold <laughs> from John was a C plus. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, I gave it a B. All right, let's go on to round number nine. And this one here, we start with Detective Rob with Avatar 2. Then we have John with We Need to Talk About Cosby. Malazzo with Dog. Again, Malazzo just giving the fuck up. Andrea with (laughs) Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Tucker with Bros. Then Rob K with Beast. Parker with Men. Anthony with Uncharted. Magnifico with Legally Blonde 3. Phil with Salem's Lot. Caroline with a long for the ride. Welcome to the shit show round. Dude. This yeah. really this, went off this, the rails. This is yeah. the worst round of the draft. Okay, we're yeah. just going to say, does Avatar 2 come out, yes or no? No, no. it does no, not. Absolutely 100%. not. Definitely not. Uh, we need to talk about Crosby is already a zero. I gave it a B yeah. plus originally, but no. look, It's been pushed, right? It, yeah. it, no, yeah. it's the it's, it's, uh, same thing as Beatles Get Back. Oh, okay. Got it's broken up broken into up. multiple movies or multiple yeah. shows. Yeah. Dog Malazzo, I gave him a D. Yeah, it's a movie directed by Channing Tatum, starring Channing Tatum and Kevin Nash, the pro wrestler. Dude, all you dude. wait, Kevin yes. Nash, Kevin is Nash, in dog is yes. in dog. He's not featured in the trailer, but he he's is not in, in the, the trailer at all. No, he's in the movie. The trailer is just Channing Tatum and the dog, but he's in the movie. Apparently, I don't know as what real part, but. Listen, all you need here. to know about all you need to know about this <laughs> he movie. Gets his phone. All of a sudden Anthony's going, no, I should have drafted yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. All, all of a sudden I actually no. want to see is this. Is he movie. gonna yeah. is he gonna powerbomb a dog? We <laughs> Dude, I love Kevin Nash. We covered this off in the first in the first half of the podcast. Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum, serious, no bueno. No. Channing Tatum, comedy, bueno. Yes. This is serious Channing Tatum. This movie is going to suck. Both yes. by f- both for fans and for critics. Yep. It's going to have a really cute dog. There's going to be a few really heartwarming emotional scenes of man and dog because it's man and dog. Overall, the movie is going to suck. Yes. I think Shut up. Shut up. You're no, pro- sh- no, I think you're probably Thank correct. You. Okay, I thought you, you, you were about to disagree <laughs> with me. <laughs> I think Kevin Nash is underrated. Well, no, I, I, whenever, he is a very underrated actor. No, because whenever... <laughs> he was in Grandma's Boy. He was uh-huh. great in Grandma's Boy. He was great in Magic Mike. Uh, he was great in... Uh, in Rock of Ages, when he literally, and then he was great in John Wick, where because he when he barely says anything, <laughs> just do the one finger. Just kidding. Can just we, kidding. Can we can we rewind to the beginning of the podcast when Anthony said that Dave Batista is a great actor? No, like, Kevin Nash is not a great actor. <laughs> I, 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 was it, Hulk Hogan a great actor? Did you ever no. see Three Ninjas High Noon? The Mega only Mountain? movie that I liked, Hulk, yes. that I that I really think Hulk Hogan did a good job in. Uh, was uh, the Rocky one with Drake. Carl Weathers? What was the with the, what was it? it Suburban was like, Commando? No, it was like Deadly Assassins. Well, or it technically, was, it was, Rocky Three. Carl, te- yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. So, no, what was what? Thunderlips. It right, was. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the name Suburb- of it? Mister Nanny. There was yeah, like two Carl, of them. I don't fucking know. Suburban like, Commando, yeah. where he had a yeah. right yeah. skateboard. Whatever. No. no, nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> dog is going to be bad. Uh, 
So if I were to pay a compliment to somebody, I would call out in this mo- in this round Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but I'm yeah. not in the mood to pay a compliment. So instead, I'm going to call out Rob K, new guy. Hate to dump on you again. Directed by Baltus- Shadow Warriors. Sorry. Shadow Warriors. I was waiting. Or assault on <laughs> Assault on Death I Mountain. wasn't going to be able to sleep tonight if you didn't tell me Shadow <laughs> Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. He's calling yeah. out He's calling yep. out the good performance from Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. Hold on, guys. Yep. In a movie called Shadow Warriors. Shadow Warriors. They made a sequel. It was so Ma- good, they made a sequel. And you know that the Three Ninjas movie was called High Noon at Mega Mountain. Correct. Hulk Hogan is great in movies about mountains. Sounds Dude. like an episode of Cannon I mean, Potter. this is no Santa with muscles. <laughs> <Mountain> so. <laughs> uh, so, calling out Rob K for Beast. Okay. This movie is directed by Balthazar Kamakakrotu. Yeah, okay, let's go. For <laughs> uh, Now, he did do Two Guns, which I like, and Contraband, which I liked. Contraband, both of them star Mark Wahlberg, who I like. <laughs> yeah. um, this is starring Idris Elba, and it's the story. It, it sounds a lot like that movie Crawl. Did you see that one? Yeah. With the, the girl in the floods with the alligators. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so great popcorn movie, by the way. If you're looking for just kill an hour and a half, watch a girl swim away from alligators for an hour and a half. It's great. Yep. Cool. <laughs> However, this is one that's similar concept, but it's with a lion. And a lion is hunting Idris Elba's two daughters. Okay. All right? So now the first thing that pops into my head is didn't Megan Fox make this movie last year? Uh, where Megan Fox was like a marine that's hunting a lion in a small village or something? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. What was the name of that movie? Do you remember? Yeah. With Megan Fox? Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox, Lion no Hunter idea. or something. Yeah, that's got to <laughs> be what it is. Wow. But like, like this again, this was Rob K. Welcome to the league, man. Dude, but seriously. next year, you you got to bring you got to bring your A game because picking a Meg or not Megan, an Adrian Alba film about he's taken and his daughter, no, his daughters are taken, but by a lion. Yeah. Right. So he is Liam Neeson, and his daughters are Liam, Liam Neeson's daughters, but the kidnappers are a lion. Uh, this sounds like the most absurd movie of all time. Easily so, the worst yeah. of the round, in my opinion. Uh, no, because the worst of the round. The uh, oh, the, well, dog. I forgot about dog. But I was I was actually gonna hit the worst of the round. That's probably my pick. <gasps> legally Ooh, Blonde pick. Three. Hold on, I forget. Yeah, Legally Blonde Three. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the reason why it's the worst, though. <laughs> the reason why it's the worst wow. is because upon further inspection, I don't think this movie actually has any chance of coming out this no. year. Oh, that's that's why. <laughs> you thought, that's why it's you thought that pick. Legally Blonde left a lot of things unanswered. Listen, you needed to know, you know what's her name. What's the Reese Witherspoon? Reese Witherspoon. No, but what's the character's name? Oh, Elle Woods. L. Yeah. L. L. Had some unanswered questions. Listen, Reese. Everything that Just Reese Witherspoon. What did she do after law school? On repeat. Everything that Reese Witherspoon has touched in the last decade has turned to gold. Oh, uh, you're wrong. Most of the things that Kip, she has touched Kip, in the you just last keep talking. I'm gonna... decade have turned to gold. Now, this movie, and you, you call this out in your comments, the first movie, an enjoyable, you know, heartfelt, heartwarming popcorn flick, holds up. Second movie, yes, absolute trash, completely unnecessary. The third movie, completely unrelated to the continuity of the first two movies. We should talk about this on Cannon Fodder. Completely agreed. Absolute garbage. This movie is essentially going to, at least I believe, negate whatever happened in that third Legally Blonde movie, not related, pick up on the story of Legally Blonde 2, which again, Legally Blonde 2, sucked, completely unnecessary. However, I think with everything that Reese Witherspoon has done in the last 
decade or so, how she's evolved as like a just as an actress. Oh, I'm so happy you're doing this right now because you are just <laughs> setting yourself. I'm gonna spike a ball right in your face. Go ahead. <laughs> how she's evolved. Keep going. Bring it. I just I think this movie has uh, the potential to tell a really interesting yet still funny sure, story sure. about great. About <laughs> great you ready <laughs> ready let me read out like a direct go dvd ahead. sequel go ahead so reese legitimately yeah. has a few fresh movies in the past couple years sing and sing Two, where she played an animated pig uh aside from that let's start off so wild she was nominated for an Academy Award. I own that movie. I like that movie. It yeah. has an 88%. From there, Hot Pursuit with her and the woman from the big boob girl from uh, uh, Modern Family, um, Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara. 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Then how about Home Again with 32%. Then how about A Wrinkle in Time yep. at 43%. Nope. Or how about Lucy in the Sky at 21%. Yep. If you take out Sing and Sing 2... From Wild on, she has made nothing but crap except for documentaries that she's been in about like the Friends reunion and well, uh, no, she did pretty, she did uh, Big Little Lies too. Well, Big I was Little gonna, Lies okay, was so really that's a TV show. Yeah, what, it's, okay, it's, so, it's so an here's, HBO TV show. But so yeah. here's where I got yeah. Uh, oh oh oh, Big you meant Lies, you meant TV. Oh, the morning okay. show. Uh, nah, uh, uh, yeah. as an as an actress, nope. yeah. I nope. think that I think that she's but. Again, this is all irrelevant because I don't think this movie it's not has any come chance out of coming out. Did you know that yeah. Legally Blonde 3 is actually the fourth movie in the Legally Blonde franchise? <laughs> that makes the most we'll amount of sense possible. We'll talk about possible. that on a future episode of Cannon Fodder. That makes the most amount of sense <laughs> Where's possible. Where's the fodder? The third movie is called Legally Blondes, and it's about <laughs> Elle's twin daughters. It has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's incredible, and we definitely need to cover this Dude, now yeah. on Cannon Fodder. Dude, this movie doesn't come out this year, so it's irrelevant. But when it does come out, just wait and see how good it does oh, on just Rotten wait. Tomatoes. Just, you just hold your breath. She's she's officially signed wow. on to the project, so she got money for it. So it's going to come out. <laughs> she got money for it. That's good. She got paid. But yeah, literally, no. the director is somebody it, who's never directed a movie before yeah, in her smart, life. Good. She probably won't year. ever again either. It doesn't come out this They got year. Stifler's mom back yeah. in it too. So. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I think the one that I'm going to call out um, is actually uh, my own, um, which is Uncharted. I think that Uncharted was okay. a very good ninth round pick. I think it's a it's solid 70. I think it's going to be a, a hard 70 hard 70 to 75 i think tom holland is your boy i think your fucking mind dude tom holland tom holland is is i i think he is hot off of spider-man i think a lot of people like him i think a lot of people respect him for the way that he has um uh sort of grown up in hollywood um over the last you know say five or six years um i think that um i i think that uh, he's. I think it's going to be a fun action comedy flick, and, and I think it's going to do very well. I think it's a solid, solid seventy. Um. Yeah, I disagree. Matt spilled his beer. That's why. Uh, if you heard the me, the beer gas. is so tall. <laughs> yeah, it's the beer's fault. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's all the beers that he drank before that. I think Uncharted to... has a chance to get over seventy. Yeah, it does. I put that down. Uh. I don't think it has any shot at getting over 80%. Where I 
think it's a ninth round pick. I think that the trail. Mark Wahlberg is the holy. Whoa. Yeah, you bite don't your you, tongue. Don't you talk shit on my Mark. No, I love Mark Wahlberg. Critics I do, too. do not. Dude, yes, Mark, do. It's, it's like a tag team dream. Mark he Wahlberg was nominated for an Academy Award, jackass. In. Twice. In in the box. What's the boxer one? The boxer? The fighter. The fighter. The fighter. Yeah, the one and, with Christian Bale as well. And Boogie Nights. Yeah, so Boogie, shut your Boogie mouth. Nights is in my top five of all time. Your top five changes <laughs> every time we do this podcast. Anthony, here's a movie like top five all time. Definitely. Max, Max Payne has a 15%. Which yeah, Max Payne, Payne was not I will, good. No, I will defend a, to my death. Now, okay, Max now, Payne. No, but that's a relevant movie to bring up because it is also a video game movie. And notoriously, video game movies do not do well. I think that this is going to be the first video game movie. This that is the actually, one that breaks the mold? Yeah, this listen, is going to break the mold. Listen, if Michael Fassbender... Ugh. At the height of his popularity, could not break the video game. Did you game see mold. that? No, the Assassin's Creed the movie. Assassin's yes, watch it. But no, 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 it. I, no. I saw so it. Bad. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's unwatchable. Dude, but here's what I'm saying. So I, I love, awesome. I love, I, I love Tom Holland, and I love, I is love on, Mark Wahlberg. I, I love everything that I'm seeing about the Uncharted movie. But the video game movie curse is real. And if Michael Fassbender, at the height of his acting prowess and popularity, could yeah. not break. The video game movie curse with arguably one of the greatest video game franchises ever created with Assassin's Creed. There is no way that Tom Holland stop, is going to break that stop, curse. Stop, stop, No, what you are trying to do is you are trying to associate failed projects with this one. First of all, That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Alicia, Vis- Alicia Vikander's uh, Tomb Raider movie is good. It no, is it is not. good. Yes, it is. I own it. I watch it frequently. She is hot. The movie is good. It does a good job. That was your first. (laughs) She is hot. She is hot. She is hot. Hey, I I speak the truth. What I will tell you is. Do you, though? What I will tell you is that the Assassin's Creed movie suffered from a budget issue where they spent all their money on getting Fastbender involved and then they ran out of money for VFX. And that's why everything looks fuzzy. That's fair. That's fair. But that movie was, was a train wreck before it began. Alicia Vikander's Tomb Raider was good. Sonic the Hedgehog was good. I think Mario Brothers will be good. I think that Uncharted will be good. And you know why? Is because the average age of moviegoers who would appreciate these movies is getting older. Yeah. We, I'm not an Uncharted guy. I've never played. I've never played. I've never played it either. I definitely played Tomb Raider. Um, I definitely played Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I definitely played, played Sonic. I played a lot of the Assassin's uh, Creed games. Now, what I will say is, is that Uncharted, my nephew is obsessed with, and he's like 13 right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 14, excuse me. I think that what we're going to see here is, is that that movie is going to go gangbusters at the box office, yep. and I do see a potential of it crossing 70%. Yeah. I also see a potential that it could hit like 22. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. look, I'm not going to dump on it. It's a C plus yeah. pick in my mind. It's gonna it's gonna make big box office dollars. That's un- I hope so. Sure. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I think it will. And I think Sonic Two, which we should yeah. actually talk about. D- this. Definitely, yeah, no, totally I think Sonic Two is going to be a lot better than anybody is giving it credit for. So what we've established in the league this year is that the eighth and ni- or excuse me, the ninth and tenth round picks are going to be evaluated against what we're calling the Sonic Two line. Just like in <laughs> baseball, there's the Mendoza line, right? In our Rotten that's Tomatoes great. League, that's, we're going to have the Sonic 2 line. Yeah, the Sonic 2 line. That's great. So what ha- since Sonic 2 was not drafted, everybody's ninth and 10th round picks should be evaluated against Sonic 2. So if Sonic 2 gets a 75, if you finish below that, then that means you're a real jackass because whatever you picked performed worse than Sonic 2. 
So if we were to go through the the draft here again, legally bl- or excuse me, I'll go to the top. Uh, right. So along for the ride was Caroline. I gave it an A. That's a Sophie Alvarez directed film, by the way. That she did all those uh, to all the boys I loved before. Yep. Right. Everything from like high seventies to high nineties on the board there. Caroline grabbed that in the in the ninth round. I gave that an A. Salem's Lot from Phil. I gave that an A minus. That's the uh, director of Annabelle redoing the Stephen King book. Yeah. You know, I remember yep. the yeah, 70s. Yeah, it's a very, Salem very, Lot. very, very, very solid. Captures solid it vibes. It's going to crush. Um, then Legally Blonde three. I gave you a D minus. The only reason I didn't give you an F Magnificos because I like the hat that you're wearing today. <laughs> Uncharted. I gave that a C plus. I said yes. I'm happy somebody picked it. I'm really hoping it does well. Whatever. Uh, Men was my pick. I gave that a B plus. Beast, I gave it a C. Argyle, I gave it a C. Bros, B plus. Chippendale Rescues Rangers, an A. Then Dog, a D. We need to talk about Cosby. I gave it a B plus before we realized that it was not right. going to qualify. So technically, it's an F, but I gave it a B plus at the time. And then Avatar two, I gave it a D plus. Yeah. All right, Rob. Let's close it out here. Tenth round. Tenth round. The movies in order of draft. The three fifty five by Detective Rob. John with the Gray Man, Malazzo with Death on the Nile, Andrea with Spoiler Alert, Tucker with Monkey Man, Dunn with the Banshees of Inishirin, right? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I Inishirin? think so. I think so. The Banshees of Inishirin, Rob K with Marry Me, Parker with Morbius, Anthony with Minions, Rise of Gru, yes! Magnifico with Man and Witch, Phil with the Monkey King, The Legend Begins, Caroline with Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. All right. Does Aquaman come out this year? No. Okay. Uh, does anybody know who, what the Monkey King franchise is? Absolutely yes. not. Absolutely I do. 100%. It's, a kung, it's an awesome kung fu. Chris knows the Monkey King. Yeah, dude. It's an awesome kung fu like franchise. Monkey King is aw- is really cool. This like, is Anthony's bread and butter. This is funny. 100%. I, I, this was going to be the movie that I called out. I think this is a great choice. I think it's going to be a cool movie that... You it, realize that like none of these movies have qualified for Rotten Tomato scores in the past. What? None There's of like the mon- eight of them. None of the Monkey Kings? Yeah. No. I mean, this one yeah. probably won't then. It's like, calling, it's like calling out the Giver as like... Dude, and these are Giver not the animated... Movie. Yeah. Yeah. These are not Giver the animated was... Monkey King movies, no. right? No. Because there's also a children's animated series called The Monkey King. Is is it a kung fu movie? No, no. It's about no. A, it's literally a monkey king. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Listen, this let's... is this is it. This is the kung There's fu only... movie franchise. And look, if you're a fan of kung fu flicks, I think it, you're you've got to know Monkey King. It's it's one of the greatest kung fu movies like of all time. Whoa, uh, okay, whoa. Yeah, the original yeah. Monkey whoa, King. Whoa, let's pump the brakes. We can't even have this conversation right you now. Took the, you took that from a, you should let's... know what the Monkey <laughs> King is to it's one of the greatest of all time. It is, Chris. Chris is not answering. He's abstaining. It's you're on an island. Here, I think Anthony. I think a lot of people would agree with me. I think I, I, I think if you look up any like like let's say like a YouTube video of like your your top ten you know Kung Monkey Fu King clips, movies, yep, Monkey yep, King is definitely going to be on the list. <laughs> I think it'll I think it'll be there with with Five Deadly Venoms, uh, House of Flying Guillotine. I think that I mean you're gonna have you're gonna have Enter but, the Dragon. Uh, Enter the Dragon probably won't be on that list, um, because it was it's not a strict. You and I do not live. It's on it's, the it's same a more planet. action flick than it is like just a, a strict kung fu flick. Um, <sighs> yeah, Bruce Lee was very different. He didn't the, the movies that he made were not they're not like 
He was a lot great of the other... in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Let's so, let's talk about the most the the only pick in this round that's worth talking about. Oh God, is Morbius. Shit. Yeah. But, right. No, but no, but I have, I have good things to say though. So so Parker, hold on. Let me just start off. Tenth, by, solid tenth. Let me just pick. start off by saying this. I had every intention of picking Sonic Two. Every intention. Yeah. But it was late. We had been drafting for almost two hours. I thought it would be funny. I thought I was going to get a laugh. So I set it up like I was delivering a punchline to a joke. And I went, all right. And with my 10th pick, there is only one movie I can select. And I choose Morbius. And that, it hit with a thud. Nobody even chuckled. They were like, all right, next pick. But see, here's the reason. so dumb. But here's the reason why, though. And you gave yourself the D on the pick. Yes. Here's the thing, though. So I gave myself the D. If if this (laughs) was... If this was the 2021 draft, I would have given you an F minus 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 because everything we had seen up until, honestly, like two months ago had pointed to everything about this movie being an absolute pile of garbage, laughably bad. But I have to admit, as one of the harshest critics of this movie, from the moment it was even announced, before I even saw a trailer, the moment this movie was announced, especially with Jared Leto, fucking try-hard Jared Leto, yeah. I was shitting all over this movie. When the the actual trailer for this movie came the out... The second roughly, trailer. Yeah, the second yeah. trailer. Yes. Roughly, yeah. like, a week after this, like, you know, we had this, this, uh, this draft, I might... My opinion completely changed yep. about this movie. Do do yep. I think it is going to be you know even an even a, a high even a, even a low eighties on Rotten Tomatoes? Probably not. No. But does this movie have the potential to be infinitely better than I ever thought it could possibly be? The answer is surprisingly yes. I could very and I easily can't believe see I'm saying sixty five. Yes, like Definitely. I I I could see seventy two. Like yeah. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Like yeah. okay, but but the whole point of a tenth round pick is supposed to be ultimate high risk, high reward. No, this right? is ultimate well, high risk, I mean, high it reward. It is very ultimate high okay, risk. Okay, what's high the, reward. but when you're saying that the highest reward is a sixty percent. Mm. That's not a high reward. No, he That's said that. True. I think the high, the highest this That's could possibly go, go in my mind. Oh boy, you set 80. it up. Is, is eighty? Yeah, I don't think it can. I think this movie can go to eighty. <laughs> it, I mean, if you want to put any sort of odds on that, <laughs> I will take that bet. I'm already a bottle of bourbon Man. down the Tucker that I can't figure out how Good to ship to Pittsburgh. So eighty <laughs> percent out of Morbius. Almost. I mean, God, just hearing it. That's like if somebody were to come up to me and be like, guess what? <laughs> Santa is so real. Santa <laughs> is real. I'd be like, dude, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> Morbius getting an 80% or higher would literally blow me away. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have high hopes for it. It was supposed to be a funny pick. I was trying to loosen things up a little bit in the 10th round. Here's the problem is that Sonic does have a ceiling in mm-hmm. the 90s. Yep. It does. It does, yeah. It, it also has a floor that's really low. Yeah, but it could theoretically. And I think Sonic, I, I think Sonic Two is going to do very well. It was I, I so dumb for me to have done this, and yeah. I hated myself the second <laughs> I did it. I gave myself a D on it. I thought it was just it was one of the worst picks. However, I I think this is ultimate high risk, high reward, man. I'm not going to lie. I, I I think that the okay. So if I were to take the movie of of that round that I would say is the best, 
again. You're absolutely correct. Minions Rise of Gru no, is no, by no, no, far no, no, no. We've talked best. about Minions three years <laughs> in a row. We're not doing it. The best movie that was picked in the tenth round. I agree with you. It it is no. it is going to be better no. than Bad Guys. It's <laughs> essentially the same kind of movie where it's it's all about kind of like Gru and and how he rises to power and becomes a bad guy. I'm hearing in, it's it's the Irishman of. DreamWorks animated films. It's going to yeah. be amazing. That's what it's, I'm hearing. That's, that's the buzz. You know, yeah. Get this. The executives, when they saw the screening, guess what they did? They walked out? No, 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 no. No, guess what? Magnif. Did they applaud? What did the executives not just applaud? What did the executives S- do at the first screening of Minions Rise of Grill? Standing ovation? You bet your ass they gave it a standing ovation. There we go. <laughs> it's going to be a great movie. You know what else they gave <laughs> High risk, high reward. To? Yeah, the executives. Exactly. Uh, so my pick was the Banshees of Inishirin. That would be Dunn's pick. I gave it a B plus. The director of Three Billboards in Missouri or whatever that was yeah. with uh, Francis McDermott in Bruges, Seven Psychopaths. Great movies. Love all of them. Dunn grabs it in the tenth round. Uh, it could also not come out this year, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm giving it a B plus. But otherwise, I think it's a great pick for a tenth round. High risk, yeah. high reward. It is. Yep. Yeah. All right, and there we have it. I mean, that's that's the full draft. Um, uh, right, so we've gone through this. Now that we've gone through it again, who do you think is going to win? All right. So in my order, I have first place, Mike Dunn. Uh, his overall grade was an eight point eight out of ten. God. Yeah. Uh, I have him as first place. Second place goes to Tucker. I have him as a six point eight out of ten. Third place, I have that as John Steyert with a six point seven out of ten. Then fourth place is Andrea with a 6.6 out of 10. Then, oh, wait, that was fourth place? Oh, fifth place, I have Detective Rob with a 6.1 out of 10. Then sixth place, I think there's a tie. It is me and Magnifico in sixth place. Then eighth place goes to Caroline. Ninth place, Anthony. Tenth place goes to Malazzo. Eleventh place is Phil. And then in dead last, new guy Rob K. Unfortunately, yeah. he's a three point nine out of ten. So he when I when I win, we are going to all laugh about this that you're putting me in ninth place because I'm definitely going to be winning this. <laughs> if you finish top half, I'll give you a high five. Okay, all right, all right. That's it. You heard it here first. I will claim my high five when we do the mid year. Uh, when we do the mid-year update, I will be claiming my high five. He said you heard it here first. You heard it here to hear it first. And he hasn't heard even had anything first. to drink. <laughs> I'm on my third table. Heard it here first. Right? Oh, man. Well, this has been a fantastic episode. Doing yes. these Rotten Tomato fantasy draft reviews for the year are one of my favorite things to do. I can't Absolutely. wait for the mid-year review. We'll be back sometime in June-ish, yeah, June-July June, time frame. Uh, Parker, thank you for coming down. You come down from Pennsylvania. I absolutely. really appreciate it. I, you got it, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely love it. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Henry Parker Smith and multiple beers. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, and, and <laughs> multiple, multiple tall boy beers. Yeah. Multiple tall Lots boys. Lots of tall boy beers. The grab bag was, was fantastic. Yep. Uh, Chris, Thank you for making us sound and Very look good. So. Uh, we're going to post everything up on Instagram and YouTube as we normally do. Comment. Tell us everything you, you love and you think about it. What are your picks for the Rotten Tomatoes fans? If you want to start your own Rotten Tomatoes fans, just text us. Yeah. Just text us. Or text not the right word. DM. 
You don't have my phone number. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Go for that. Um, slide right on in. Yeah. Just the slide, slide, slide into, into those DMs. DMs. That's oh, right. What it is. Um, I had a fantastic time tonight. Yeah. Uh, thank you I'm, very much, everyone. Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm Anthony. And I'm Parker. And as always, stay tuned, true reviewers. <laughs>